Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Dev Chen Symposium. I'm Yves Chen, and I'm Alex Severo. This is the place where interesting topics are discussed, ideas are examined, and culture are fused. All opinions are welcome, and we embrace beliefs from all walks of life, big or small. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Devchen Symposium. Today is our week ten's episode. Yep, week ten, and it's hard to believe we're already at week ten right now. I know, right? It almost seems like yesterday we were making our first episode, but now here we are. Yeah, exactly. For the past ten weeks, we talk about literature, film, conversational topics, philosophy, sociology, religion, <laughs> um. And, music and much more in music, very importantly, and dance. So yeah, I feel really excited. Yeah, and today we're actually going to be talking a little bit about、uh, essentially a major part of a lot of people who lived in the United States and all around the world is high school culture and our experiences going through high school and sort of going through that very important process that helps us become the people that we are today. Yeah, exactly, and especially these days when we are first graduated from college, we kind of just re-examine ourselves, comparing、mm-hmm. the me from you know four years, three years ago, which was in high school, yeah, and right now, post high school and post college, I have totally different mindset、oh, yes. and brains. So, okay, so let's just start with talking about the format for our high school. What was your um? Pattern and then like you know the whole mechanism behind it and then what was the core structure and how it was functioned basically for you. Ooh, that is a good question because the school system that I went to was the same school system that I went to when I was in elementary school. So my school had a program from junior kindergarten all the way to senior year in high school. So you essentially、mm. went to the same school for about thirteen years. Oh wow! So do you need to do the exam, you know, in between your primary school and your middle school、Mm-mm. and high school? Nope. No. Just play. Just、oh, pay、wow. the tuition. Make sure your、so、grades are good, and you'll go from elementary school to middle school, and then from middle school into high school. But then, when you get to high school, you have to take the ACTs, the A- SATs, the PSATs, and make sure you have high enough scores that you apply to colleges and you get accepted to them. And then once you're accepted to、mm. them, you go from the high school to the college or the university, because that was the main goal of my school system. It was a college prep school. From the very early ages, you were prepared to go to college. You were prepared to seek a higher education. You were prepared to go to a college, not a college of your choice, mind you, or a college that suited your talents, but a college, or some kind of college, some kind of higher institution. For you to really apply yourself, and that was the whole goal of it all. So, if you want to change to like a better high school, do you need to apply, or do you need to do the exam for it? I believe so. Or it's more like predetermined. I believe so. When you're trying, if you went into the high school, or say you're graduating middle school from my school program, you can transfer to another high school. Like、uh, some of our rivals were、uh, Bishop School and La Jolla. Or La Jolla Country、mm. Day, or Coronado High School, which is right near here in my hometown, and you could ap- apply to transfer to those schools. But at the end of the day, you have to show like your grades. You have to show your aptitude, because my school itself was pretty high caliber, high tier school, and 
you just need to have proof that you exceeded or that you have the opportunities to succeed if you were to go to this school. Oh, well, I'm actually very jealous of you because <laughs> the situation that I was in was totally different. Really? Um, a little bit of background story. So I grew up in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. And I did my high school in Ningbo, which is really close to Shanghai.、Mm-hmm. That whole entire world, at least when I was young, I really need to、um, be in the same, you know, like area to get into the great primary school. After I graduate from primary school, there are very, very limited spots for the excellent of the excellent to go to. Really. Yeah, like the so-called best middle school, and then after the best middle school, and you also need to do a lot of exam, huge exams that people just spend years and years of studying and also fighting、wow. financially, emotionally, everything to fight for to go into the best school. For my high school, it's also like pretty high tier, and it is under the same organization. That same organization has. Primary school, middle school, and high school. But the thing、mm-hmm. is, if you go to the primary school there, it is not promised to go to the middle school or high school there. You really do need to beat other ninety nine percent of the students, and then to earn the one percent of the seats in the school. Wow. So yeah, overall, it was very intensive and it's very stressful. Now,、mm-hmm. my little brother and little sister, there are actually exam. To go to primary school, now even kindergarten.、Wow. Can you even imagine? You have to like interview and give exam for a seven years old kid. That is crazy. Yeah,、It's, I mean, for children in the states, I don't think that ever really exists or anything like that. Unless it's one of those schools for very gifted children with like high IQs or something、mm, to that effect. Yeah, but to put a child through those kinds of tests and do those kinds of interviews, I can only imagine what kind of turmoils that could. Arise in the child's mind, so to say, and the kind of confusion that exists. Exactly, and an exam is not, of course, like you know, a, a exam paper. It's exam like in a lot of different format. For example, testing your collaboration, and then testing your specific stuff to solve mathematic problems, and testing you all the stuff that you don't need at that age. But the school、mm. is just like going very extra. Parents are crazy about that. Trust、really? me. Chinese parents are another different story, and their <laughs> level of okay. Let me just stop here, but you get my point. Oh, of course, I get your point entirely. I mean, my mom and definitely a lot of Indian parents or South Asian parents in general, they are of the exact same nature of pushing their children to get into the right schools, and I think it definitely. I guess you could say it also really depends on the populations as well, because China and India have much higher populations compared to the United States, and so to get into these very high tier schools, to get into or schools that have a European education or European standards, or like bilingual schools or some of the top high schools or top primary schools, you really have to work hard in order to get into these programs,、mm. and because there's so many people applying, you have to make sure your children are the best of the best of the best. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and also for high school.、Um, Like I go to a Cambridge course oriented school, so my、oh. whole center, even though it's within the broader like the good tier school umbrella, so the all the courses I studied specifically are different from majority of the other people. So the regular like Gaokao system students, which is directly transferring from my middle school to high school, of course they pass exam and stuff like that. 
huge mm-hmm. exams.、Um, their routes for high school are even more demanding than me. And I feel like、mm-hmm. when I was in high school, I would study all the Cambridge courses, A level courses, and、um, AS courses. Those are、wow. pretty demanding as well. But I feel like compared to the kids who go to the regular Gaokao route, it's nothing. Hmm. Really.、Mm-hmm. I. I'm, First things that comes to my mind whenever you say like the word Cambridge school, I always assume like if you ever go to any school that has the word Cambridge, you're really really smart, <laughs> or you have a very high IQ,、oh, wow. very、Flattered. high intelligence or something. Flattered. It is just a course offered by UK.、Um, the、mm. Cambridge system itself is actually very interesting. Yeah, I think the overall is design is. Pretty good for you to study compared to the、mm-hmm. AP. I think it definitely outwin AP. Of course,、wow. I'm biased, but yeah, <laughs> high school I would study that. You know, overall there are a lot, like over thirty, forty something subject that you can study, right? But、yeah. there are only a few offered in my high school because they want student to be excellent, and you know, like they will give Chinese kids some really mathematics-driven, physics. Driven courses, so I had、mm-hmm. chemistry, business, physics, biology, English, and economics when I was first year high school. And in、mm. the second year, you have to choose one topic out of three, and also three core courses. So、uh, what I did was, I think that was economics, chemistry, mathematics, of course, and also business. So、mm-hmm. those are the four courses. But I personally, I really want to do like English literature, history,、um, yeah. art history, stuff like that. But those are never offered in my school. Really? I hope you have like a broader spectrum of course selection than me. Tell me about <laughs> it. Well, I would say in my high school, we had a broad selection, but the courses that my school offered were particularly for. I guess you could say they were the kind of courses that you would find in a college itself. So it was the four main subjects that you would find in all schools: sciences, mathematics, English, and history.、Mm. So you could take any one of those courses. You had AP courses for each of those, but they weren't going about the courses in the kinds of ways that you would go about it in terms of like a creative standpoint or imaginative standpoint or any artistic standpoints. It was、mm. always from the standards of. University scholastics. It was always、mm. from the standards of this is what the facts are. Memorize the facts, complete the tests, and you'll be all right.、Mm. And even when they were going about in terms of、like、music and everything, they had、uh, five-piece orchestras or something like that. They had brass orchestras. They had guitar classes with like、uh, rock guitars and theater that was literally right next to each other. I have to say. And a lot of the stuff was always from the standpoint of if you were to go to a musical conservatorium, or if you were to go to a theatrical school, or an actor's studio like、uh, Stella Adler or Strasberg, you could go to these places. But it wasn't necessarily the kind of arts that you would have if you were to just want to appreciate art for the art itself or delve into it in a creative standpoint. It was always very academic、hmm. in terms of the study of it all. So. What was the format of study and teaching? The s- format of study and teaching was very simple. You had the syllabus at the beginning of the year, or you had the idea of where the course was going to go, and you studied when you needed to study. And it's like they gave you a bunch of lists of homework and different concepts they talk about in class. You have to take down notes, and the main key is that you take notes on everything. 
because you have no <laughs> idea what they're going to quiz you on or what oh, they're going to、uh, try to focus on for the tests. And every few weeks or so, you'd get another test,、mm-hmm. and like one test for like between the start of the class and the midterm. Then you have a midterm. Then you have a test between the midterm and the final. Then you have a final, and then you have papers strewn in in the middle of it.、Mm-hmm. And sometimes for one class, you would have a paper every week. I'm talking about like a five-paragraph essay every single week. So, are all the assignments literally on syllabus, or it's very spontaneous? Depends on specific teachers. So, I would say the assignments themselves were pretty spontaneous, but the themes and the concepts they were asserted in the syllabus.、Mm. So, for A Push, which is AP U.S. History,、mm-hmm. you could essentially. Have in a syllabus. Okay, we're going to be studying these key concepts from the 1780s, 1790s, 1800s. <laughs> They call it a push. <laughs> yeah, a push. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cute. It's, yeah, it's a nice little slang. I have to say, you have a push. You have apes, which is AP Environmental Science. Then you also have AP Psych, which is AP Psychology, and all kinds of different stuff like that. So, are AP like part of the entire col?、Um, I mean, high school course, or those are something extra that you can spend time and money to study? They can be extra, but for the most part, they are very essential if you want to go into a good college. If you're an American high school system, and you want to go into a college, you need to take the AP courses.、Mm. You need to get those threes, those fours, and those fives,、yeah. which are essentially the high scores that you need to get、Definitely. in order to prove to colleges that you have what it takes.、Definitely. So they've become a necessity alongside the ACT and the SAT. Oh yeah, the ACT and SAT. There are a lot of、uh, horror stories、um, in、oh, yeah. my childhood and teenage <laughs> year. Right now, of course, the GRE and GMAT. I can continuously talk about those for years. <laughs> But anyway, I mean that's good. Like you have a lot of different subjects、um, in your high school, and you can be able to study them. You know, like both、mm. the very mathematic stuff like that, or more like literature and social science. What was your favorite、mm. subject? Ooh, my favorite subject. Was motion media, and motion media was the film course that you took in high school. Oh, interesting! Tell me about that. So, <laughs> I well, don't have that privilege. <laughs> oh, I don't think a lot of people do. Not even even at my school, it was almost like that sort of backwater course because、oh. they had a whole photography lab, which is committed to black and white photography. They had a studio and everything, but then they essentially said, "Okay, we have photography. Let's do cinematography." So they got these old cameras. Which were essentially tape cameras, and they would have these students that would come for motion media A B C and D E F for arts courses for arts credits,、mm. and I did that for two years in sophomore year and junior year,、mm-hmm. and literally all you would do is just you would play around with the camera, create your films, edit it in this little lab that was literally two like collapsible walls with a couple of mainframes, and that was it.、Mm. And that's what you would do. You would just learn how to edit. You learned how to make videos, convert it to Final Cut or Adobe Premiere, and that was it. And I had a lot of fun because it was the one time where you could just be creative, be a little sporadic, be a little eccentric, and everything was just fine because that's how you had to be. That's fantastic. Oh yeah, and it was just wonderful. And I found that it was the proper release because. It gave me the chance to craft stories and write.、Mm. You see, when I first began writing, that was when I was thirteen years old. I wrote my first play, and I really wrote out of necessity because 
I needed to find a way to release the sort of stories and the imagination that was in my mind. Mm. Otherwise, I would just sit in the classroom and I would just go to school. And from eight to three, I'd just be bored. Oh. I really would just hate going from class to class and learning. I'd love it when we watched films, when mm. we watched content, when we listened to music. I would always enjoy that. And to this day, I always remember what we saw and what we listened to. But in terms of the actual concepts themselves, I really just could not stand that kind of stuff. And I always enjoyed field trips. So I thought, okay, if I was going on a field trip, if I was going into a different world, what would I write? And I would write that out. And motion media pretty much said, well, you can write all these stories you want, but how about you write a couple of stories that we can actually make and bring to life in the, me in the medium, which is cinema. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was able to do. I was just writing out scripts. Sometimes I wrote feature scripts, which we wouldn't make, or a couple of short films that we would make. And each of the groups, they would essentially come to me because sometimes we would have 10 people and there would be like three groups of three, one group of four or like two groups of five. And they'd go to me and say like, Alex, we need a couple of scripts. And I said, you got it. I have these stories right here. And sometimes we'd be in competition with each other where it'd be two groups of five. I would be on one team and the other team would essentially say like, oh, darn it, they have the writer. <laughs> and then <laughs> in junior year, there were actually two writers, which is a wonderful thing because essentially it would be me and this other kid i forget his name but he was a tall kid it's like six foot five ginger hair glasses sweetest guy in the world so he we would be writing stories and competing with each other he would write the best stories all right that's pretty <laughs> fun that's very good like you have a way for express yourself and also like just channeling your talent out which lays a really good foundation for what you're doing right now because um oh, yeah. of course everyone know you graduated from like writing film and production so yeah. yeah, I think that's fantastic. Oh yeah, but even then it was a long shot though because I never thought I'd go to Tisch. I always thought that I would go to Loyola Marymount University or school Where? in Los Angeles area that was very wow. small and boutique. I mean, I never know I'm going to be America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That That's a stretch. Yeah, we just stretch the whole stretch. Pacific. That's just a little mm. bit of stretch. We stretch yeah. like half of the world. Yeah, but I do have to ask though, how did you go from your high school, to, from your secondary school, all the way to Rochester, New York? How did you travel across the Pacific, across the United States, and end up at that program? Whoa. I think you've told me a couple of times before. but Take a flight? That's the answer? <laughs> well, other answer, should I swim through? <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, yeah, um, so in answering your question, it's a lot of process. Let's imagine the whole three years. Okay, so for me, like specifically high school with three years and my mm -hmm. middle school with three years as well. So overall, it's six years. And for you, it's like two years middle school and four years high school, if that's... It's three years middle school, four years high school. So about seven years. Okay, got it. Um, but for me specifically, like the high school three years are entirely for preparing myself to go to U.S., so not everyone go to United States. Some people go to UK. Some people go to Australia, Canada. But for wow. me, like the first year, besides doing all the Cambridge courses, A-level, AS, all the crazy stuff, that I also really need to just go ahead and get started with my SAT thing going. So wow. from the first year that I have ever entered a school that I need to remember, of course, all the vocabulary that I have never think, like some weird name for a specific insect that you have to really? remember it for the sake of the exam. So I was remembering thousands of words 
there is this one booklet which is about like sixty pages. On each pages, there are about fifty words that I need to just、mm-hmm. remember each one of them. Not only that, I also need to. Be able to utilize them in a specific situation and setting, and use it smartly. That consumes a lot of my time. For me, I personally, I think I spend like over fifty times to remember that booklet, which is crucial and fundamental for all the vocabulary in the SAT exam. And of course,、wow. my method of remembering all the words is not just for the exam. I want to be able to use them eloquently. With that, I also like participate in a lot of the debate event and presentations, so competitions for you know like a specific like TED talk, kind of like similar format, but you just go ahead and like pitch your own story and your presentation and perform it in a lot of different scenario and like situations. So I got to practice my English and especially the vocal part a lot. Wow!、Um, when I was in high school. But still, right now, like I feel I'm better <laughs> after four years of college. Yeah. Okay. Also, same as you, I need to prepare all the application essays, recommendation letters. So that consumes a lot of my time because in high school, I I was writing a lot in primary school, middle school, and high school, mainly in Mandarin. And、mm. I would say I'm a, I am a excellent writer for that. But、okay. the writing style. And the way of using the vocabulary and the modes of thinking are totally different、mm-hmm. in terms of like writing to essays. If I translate my, let's say, ninety-eight out of one hundred score Chinese essay into English one to present to a United States American professor, he or she may be like, "What the hell are you writing? There's no structure into it." Because、really? a lot of the great writings is more like stream of consciousness, but、mm-hmm. of course, like for academic writing in the states, it's more structured, and you need to be clear in terms of what you're saying. You can't just、mm-hmm. be Virginia Woolf for like three pages, totally stream <laughs> of consciousness, right? Yeah. So yeah,、um, a lot of things. But yeah, pretty much all the material that everyone. Ne- Else in the United States needed to apply for American school. Did I、wow. need to prepare all those in three years? Interesting. So with all this time devoted to going to the United States and going to university in the United States, how did that take its toll on your social life? Because I know for me, trying to get into an arts program, trying to get into film school, that took up a lot of time from my social life, and I didn't have as active a social life that most people my age would have had. What's what do you think is the active social life at college year people will usually have? Well, college or high school? High school. I would say in high school, a lot of the people that I knew, at least in the people that I got to know, and a lot of the people that I befriended over the years, they were all in cliques. They were all in these sort of groups. They would always do things together. They would always be sociable. And then you'd have groups that would meet outside of school, and then some people would have friend groups outside when they go to summer camp sometimes. And I think that was a major part of high school. So for all of you people who are in middle school who might be listening to this, or if your、mm-hmm. parents who are parents of middle schoolers, be sure to take your child to university camps or summer camps for high school students. That's、mm-hmm. a great way to socialize your children with other people their age. Yeah, and just different things like that. I'd have to say. Totally, for me specifically, that will really organic connecting to extracurricular. So I will say the same as you. Like all the people's kids in my high school are really like clickish. 
Um, of mm. course, there are people go to lunch and maybe go to bathroom together, like as a group of three. It's、mm. very extreme. I'm the person who kind of like really get along with everyone, but I don't really、uh-huh. feels like I like to stick with one group because it just really feel weird to me. Wow,、um, I'm the exact same way. Exact same way. I hate to be because the thing is, in a specific group, there are always drama. For example,、mm-hmm. in a three people's group, person A and person B will talk shit on each other, like behind the person C. And、yeah. if A and C have some little bit of like misunderstanding, B will be unnecessarily add some extra sauce in it, which、mm-hmm. is very toxic. In general,、um, high school itself is also very toxic. I would say. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of things going on. I think everyone who been through high school just have a different level of toxic because kids are weird during、mm-hmm. that time. Oh,、um, very much so. But yeah, for me, extracurricular wise, I don't go to a lot of because the thing is drinking and also、um, partying was also not very advocated at、mm. my age. So people are doing that, but like not everyone is kind of like. Really leaning and it's not really popular at that time. So、oh, me personally,、yeah. I was working a lot on the concert and also the extracurricular, like the debate team. Model UN was really popular in my high school,、mm-hmm. and also just getting really into the art stuff and also my broadcasting. So I was working、mm-hmm. there every week. I have a lot of things to do besides academic, which keep me really really occupied. So that was basically、wow. my life. Wow, that's. A very productive life, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> very busy, because yeah, very busy. You, f- for example, I remember there's one time that I was the creative director and then the whole leader for a concert.、Uh, wow. The background story is because I was the leader and chair for this charity group, and every. You know, year there are certain stuff that traditionally people can do, but I personally really want to bring something new into the whole culture. So I, as the new chair, bring out a whole concert, and which is hosting the biggest plaza in my city. And there are a lot of documentation and sponsorship. Also, of course, events planning, of course, like music setting planning.、Um, Connecting and creating with like the creative director and also arts teachers in the school.、Mm-hmm. It was firstly really got against by the leaders in the school.、Mm-hmm. For example, when I went to see the vice president, I basically tell him, "Hey, I want to do this," and he was like, "No, it's not good. Like, you know, you guys are young, and then like there may be dangers. Not good for the school's reputation. Yada yada yada."、Mm-hmm. But I've fighted very hard for it, so I've. Find all the sponsorship with the help with other friends, and I also、wow. get down the government documentations, and also I get like the enough police forces according to the law in the local、mm-hmm. area in order to, you know, boost、uh, foster the entire process. And after that, it's a lot of like selection for performances, and then we have like around twenty、um, out of thirty performances are finally cut. So stage design, light design, music design. And performance run through. Also, I was the host, so I was writing all the script. It was a lot of、wow. fun, and I need to squeeze between, like you know, the ten minutes between class A and B in order to do something.、Mm-hmm. Right after class, I was running from the classroom to stadium.、Um, yeah, basically,、mm-hmm. there is one person who is a fantastic runner. So、wow. every day after our class, he will be the because he. 
went to a lot of running competitions when he was mm-hmm. young, and he was fast, and he was, you know, it's very diligent、yeah. in terms of doing his job. So、mm-hmm. he will go to the thirty-three classrooms and tell. The people who needed to be in that event right after class, after maybe a ten twenty minutes, everyone will be in the stadium, and、wow. I will be there with the microphone. I was like, "Hey, let's start this!" So yeah, it's very fun. That is so cool. Now it sounds like it could be a really great film. <laughs> that that could be yeah, that should be a very good film. Yeah,、um, I think I was also very young, so the level of things that I can accomplish is. I do it according to my imagination.、Mm. Potentially, I didn't realize like how far did I go.、Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> that is so cool. That that's a lot more than what I did in my high school. I mean, for but you wrote like a thousand script or plays in your、okay. high school. Well, here's the thing: you can write a thousand scripts or a thousand screenplays or a thousand short films or something like that. But none of that really matters unless they're made. Unless they get some kind of acclaim, maybe I should be a director. <laughs> maybe <laughs> then we should collab. Yeah, oh, definitely. Well, we are, we are collabing a little. Oh bit yeah, we're collabing already. Yeah, for <laughs> for 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 at least ten weeks. Yeah, but maybe in the future, maybe another project we work on.、Hmm. But yeah, essentially, I this is the what Eve is referring to is like every single morning in my high school. It, ever since I got a car, I would come to school early. And I would go into either the photography lab where they had computers, or once about my own laptop, I would sit in front of the library and type until the library would open. Because sometimes I'd be arriving at school at six forty, six forty-five in the morning, and the library、oh, wouldn't、wow. open until why so、o'clock. early? So do you just naturally waking up?、Mm-hmm. I would set an alarm for six o'clock, and that's the same time I always woke up at all throughout my life in. Primary school, middle school, and high school. What happened to college? College, it just got screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I,、yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah. actually high- similar. Yeah, same here. Yeah, like you know, regular time for a person to start a class is just so early. Yeah. For like the ten first ten years in my life for school, I need to wake up like six a.m. every day in order to get、mm-hmm. into the classroom on time seven a.m. Oh yeah. Exactly, and the thing about my life is this is the most、uh, hardest part, which I give a lot of kudos to my mother about. She had to drive my sister and I half an hour from our house to the school and then back to her work. So she'd be doing an hour driving just in the morning, just to get f- to, just to get the kids to school and then to her work, and that would just be our life all throughout primary school until we were driving ourselves. And that's part of the reason why I woke up at six o'clock is because it took half an hour. To get to school, I didn't want to get caught up in navy traffic. And for those of you who live in San Diego,、oh. you know for a fact that the U.S. Navy opens up their gates really early, really early on, and the night shift comes out and the day shift goes in right at six o'clock or right at six thirty or seven o'clock. And it's very rough driving so, if you have to be caught up in that kind of rush hour traffic. Oh, really? So you mean there are a lot of traffic if you just like, for example, leave three minutes late and、mm-hmm. you will be in the traffic stuck forever. Oh yeah! If、wow. you wake up at seven o'clock, or God forbid, eight o'clock, and you end up driving on that road, you will be caught in traffic. That thirty-minute commute will probably turn into something more like fifty minutes or an hour. Is there any punishment if you're late for school? Uh, it depends on the reasons. If you go to the office, say like, "Hey, I was at a doctor's appointment," or "Hey, I was caught in traffic. Can you sign me a late form?" They'll give you a late form, but consistent to、uh, 
late forms and consistent tardies, they'll lead up to detention or they could lead up to some kind of reprimand or something to that effect. Oh, wow. I remember in my high school and middle school, it's just very toxic. Mm-hmm. And the way they punish people are just really extreme. So really? there is one period of time that school are so strict on getting people on time. So mm-hmm. seven o'clock is the time that everyone should be in the classroom. Uh, there is a really huge stadium from the gate to the classroom. So mm-hmm. whenever, you know, like one minute or two minutes before seven o'clock, you can see a bunch of kids just running like, you know, getting out of a fire thing. <laughs> running crazy because if you're late for a minute, you're gonna be mm-hmm. standing outside of your classroom, stand there until eight or eight thirty when the first class finish, and wow. everyone passing through, every teacher passing through your classroom window will see you, and then you will get really, really humiliated. Oh man! Oh, yeah, man. it's that crazy. Yeah, yeah. My school was never like that. We did have our punishments, but we were very relaxed. A lot of students end up coming in late. There were a lot of students that ended up breaking the rules, especially in my class. Get this. In senior year, which is the last year of high school, my whole class had all the privileges taken away from them. We didn't have senior retreat. We had a senior lounge, but then we trashed it, and they ended up shutting it down. We didn't have a senior day at Disneyland. We didn't have a senior ditch day. You guys have a, a senior day in Disneyland? Excuse yeah. me? That sounds uh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. That was like at midnight or something. Like overnight, Disneyland would open for seniors across California. What? And you go into Disneyland and you would end up going to the rides and hanging out with people your age and everything. It was supposed to be a lot of fun, but the school wasn't able to send us there. Or at least I think they canceled it because we were such rowdy people. <laughs> But I think the main thing that they canceled, and this was something that happened a couple years before, was Senior Prank Day, where the seniors would prank everybody in the school. And it would always coincide the day before Senior Ditch Day, which is where the seniors would just ditch class and have a day off. And get this, the senior prank that caused it all to end was when the senior class released ladybugs in the library. What? Yeah, they took ladybugs, they bought ladybugs from Home Depot, (laughs) they released it in the library, and the ladybugs ate the books. Oh my god! And they ate the electric circuits. They ate everything. What's the consequence? Consequence is no senior ditch days for anybody, no senior prank days for anybody. And that was just, it just kept continuing, they kept enforcing it, it's just like, no more pranks. Until one year where they actually drove their cars the seniors would drive their cars into the hallways of the school mm-hmm. in front of the administration in front of different classrooms and they ended up putting the dog of the principal or the dean on craigslist oh wow yeah <laughs> yeah oh wow that's interesting yeah mm-hmm. um that's so fun oh. i think the amount of the fun that i had in my middle school was a lot because my middle school academic wise is very 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 I think I told you a little bit about about it, right? So Mm -hmm. high school is, because I study uh, 
Cambridge course. For me, it's fine, and I think like the people who go into traditional Gaokao route was really really suffering. The middle、mm-hmm. school I was kind of in that route, so it's very intense. Every week, every subject we have like about six in total. We'll have、mm-hmm. one exam, and it's just very spontaneous. You you don't know where like the teacher won't tell you there's. Exam going on today, so you、mm-hmm. will see your mathematics teacher just walking in and then slap that whole exam paper on the desk. So everyone starting to do their <laughs> exam, and then you will、wow. be like, "What the hell? I didn't prepare anything for this." Anyway, so every week you will have one exam for each subject. At the end of the week, there will be a little booklet written、mm-hmm. each subject and your scores and the class average and the class best and then the class worst. Also, who progressed the most and then who doesn't progress progress the most in that week. You have to、mm-hmm. take that little booklet to your parents and they should sign it. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. So that's the level of exam taking that I had in my middle school. Every、mm. week there will be about four to five different exams going on and quizzes. Quizzes、wow. doesn't count exactly. So after all that, I just feel like I have an iron heart right now. Whatever exam that I have in college, piece of、mm. cake, it's、yeah. fine. Yeah, I can do、oh, that.、Wow. Um, so I assume, like you know, the traditional Gakou people coming from that middle school environment going to the high school, they will have、mm. like even more intensive working environment and study、wow. environment、um, because、That's、they、incredible. need to fighting for the best of the best colleges in、mm-hmm. China in order to have a better career afterwards. You know, it's a whole chain effect. Yeah, trickle down. That makes、effect. perfect sense. Yeah, trickle down effect exactly. And I can personally say that my middle school experience was freaking—I don't even know how to describe it. It was just weird, though, because it was that transition period between not having any say or control over my life in primary school in terms of where my education went, and being in high school, which is complete control over what I want to study、mm-hmm. as long as I show the aptitude、mm-hmm. of wanting to study it. Because in middle school. And this is something that I still am a little bit bitter about, but I understand why they did it. They essentially deemed because I wasn't doing too well in、uh, English, I wasn't doing too well in Spanish, so to say. They decided the school decided that I wasn't smart enough or wasn't capable enough to handle <laughs> another language. So they put、oh, wow. me in a language arts. So essentially, I would ha- have three English courses, which is the, essentially the same as I would have my entire life. I would have an English course, which is the middle school English courses. I would have a language arts, which is all about essentially it was no homework and you studied more English. And then I would have speech ther- speech therapy, which I would take outside of school. In I think in middle school it was all the way in Solana Beach, which is about an hour from my school or something、mm-hmm. to that effect.、Mm-hmm. And I would just take that all throughout middle school. And then by the time I got into high school, I could actually take French. A year and a half later, I was an honor student, and I had the highest grade in the class. Oh yeah, see, you、yep. know, you cannot underestimate people because exactly people have very different potentials. That's also the other thing, like on the larger scale that I want to talk about. I feel、mm-hmm. like teachers in middle school, high school, primary school are super important because、oh, the、yes. way you interact with kids and then the way you encourage people or discourage people will influence that person's life maybe forever. Oh yes, and somebody's talents、true. and interests may be really inhibited from their early ages, and probably they can never be the next Mozart or Einstein. Oh yeah, 
That's very true. I mean, a bad teacher with bad teaching principles will influence a student to be either insecure, to be doubtful, or just to be a bad person altogether.、Mm-hmm. I mean, bad begets bad, good begets good. That's、mm-hmm. just the let, lay of the land. That's the way everything goes at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. And you always have to keep that in mind when you're teaching very young children.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember watching this clip on YouTube, and this is something that always rips my heart. Is there's this clip of a convicted thief, I think, or something like that, and he's standing across from a judge, and this、uh, middle-aged woman. And the woman asks the convict, "Did you go to、uh, Sunnyside Middle School and like for sixth grade, seventh grade?" And then the prisoner says, "Like, oh my goodness," because he recognizes her. And then he bursts out in tears, and he just keeps saying, "Oh my goodness, oh my goodness." And the judge <laughs> is saying, "Like, this man was one of the nicest kids in the world. We always wondered what happened to him, and I'm really sorry that this is how it ended up." And at this point, he's just like crying and bawling because he realizes. What exactly happened、oh, in his、wow. life, and he realizes just all of his life's choices have brought him to this moment. And she essentially said, "Well, I hope you serve out your sins and you are able to redeem your ways after this."、Mm. And I think I remember reading in some、uh, article later that she ended up, when the、uh, thief was released from prison or released from jail, she, the judge was waiting outside for him and gave him the biggest hug. And that's exactly what、wow. it comes down to. It's just. When you're younger, even when you're in middle school, and essentially you're not immune to bad influences. If you're influenced by the bad people, then you yourself will end up bad, even though at heart you're a good person. What are the stuff are really toxic in high school on your hand? Oh, I would say naivety. Naivety、mm. is something that is definitely. Abused to a certain degree, so、mm-hmm. you could have someone who's really smart, but if they're naive, or、mm-hmm. if they're innocent, or if they're like positive and everything, there are people in high school that will take advantage of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or there are people that will make fun of you behind your back.、Mm-hmm. They're really not people that would value that. I would、mm-hmm. have to say, that's definitely、totally. my experiences. Yeah, and same here. Because in my high school, just people are toxic to the sense that putting a lot of efforts and、um, energy into something that at the end of the world is meaningless. Exactly.、Um, yeah. For example, like just mocking to somebody's physical、um, characteristics or something that it's you shouldn't be able to be that judgmental. But the college, high school kids will put a lot of emphasis on that and then take it to、oh, the、yes. very extreme. Yes, and I think also in primary school as well, you'd find similar kinds of behavior. I remember、yeah. in my class, and this is something、Bullying、that I'm and all that. Oh yeah, well, not just bullying though, but just sheer ruthlessness.、Yeah. There's this one kid who was in my class, and I'm still scarred for life because of this. This young kid was always had a reputation of being a little belligerent, <laughs> like PTSD right now. What is that? It's like PTSD. Oh, oh yeah, very much so, and I'll tell you why. Because he was belligerent. He had this reputation of being very angry.、Mm. He's like yelling, acting out. He would like. I remember one of my friends was slapped by a plastic shovel because of this kid. And、the kid just walked up to him and just like slapped him for、oh. trying to touch one of his things.、Oh. But the one thing we failed to realize, and this kid was transferred out,、mm. he was brought to a different school. But I knew him growing up, and I saw him outside of school, and he was always this very quiet kid. He was very like curious, and he was very attached to his father, and he would always go to his father the same way I would used to do, and ask his father like, "Hey, Dad, should I do that? Should I do this? What's that? What's this?" 
And it was only later that I realized, after speaking to the child's father, we used to go to the same gym, I found out the kid had Asperger's. Oh. He had a mental condition where he could not understand the world. Mm. So when all this anger, all this confusion, all this behaviors, that was just him being very confused. Mm. That was just him being very sad. And he was just unsure about Mm. how to look at the world. And the problem was that not only did he have this condition, but the rest of the world only saw the anger. Mm -hmm. And so they latched onto him and they attacked him because of that anger. When in fact, what they should have done is just sort of like, Approach him calmly, sort of talk to him and tr- sort of see what was going on. Because he had no way to articulate that for yeah, himself. Yeah, I think every action has a reason behind it. Have mm-hmm. I told you the story about like a paper that I write all the dance stuff on it? I don't think so, no. So there is a time I was really bored and I was like literally doodling on a piece of paper. I was really imaginative and it has a lot of things to explore so i have all the big dreams about dance and stuff like that and i literally creating a map according to my expectation and i didn't even have the chance to start like professional training dancing yet um so that was just like i didn't pay any attention to it and guess what that paper got flew to another kid's desk he saw it who he is like the bad one in the whole class and there's one day when i was not in the classroom he stands up and he read every single thing on the paper to the entire class and then the whole class was laughing about me and then like people just hold respect at least like in front of my face so i went back oh, to man. the classroom and nobody says nothing until like a year later a, a close friend of mine told me that actually happened a few oh. days earlier i was moving right and um yeah. interestingly i actually dig out a bunch of papers uh i was starting reading it was a lot of planning and stuff like that from my high school to my college i thought that paper and started reading everything on that paper i realized every single thing on that paper written or actually realized already. Wow. I was writing something about like go to um, international dance studio to train and I'm like collaborating with different music artists and like bring different dance culture together, bring the stuff to like New York Fashion Week and big events, do things on the internet, stuff like that. And I didn't even think about I will realize any one of it when I was literally just in the middle of the afternoon, like just doing wow. things on my paper. And now thinking back about it, actually every single thing has been realized That's unconsciously. Awesome. Yeah. And I didn't have a basket list that I need to take off, but everything just kind of organically happened. That's amazing. And you know, there's an old uh, quote that Steve Harvey always talks about in his speeches is how his father Essentially, when he sent Steve Harvey to his room, he thought Steve Harvey was about thought he was going to be punished because he wrote on a piece of paper that he wanted to be on TV. His father went up there and he said, "Okay, hey Steve, you take that piece of paper, you put it in your top drawer, you write down what the teacher wants you to write." Because the teacher got angry that Steve wrote, "I want to be on TV," and Steve essentially kept that piece of paper, saying, "I want to be on TV." He gave a fake piece of paper to the teacher just to appease the teacher. And to this day, and Steve Harvey always says it, Steve Harvey's on TV seven days a week. Mm -hmm. So he wrote it when he was a little kid and that became realized. And I think the moral that he says is like, if you can envision it in your mind, you can hold it in the palm of your hand. Mm -hmm. And that makes it immortal. That makes it permanent. And that goes to show the beauty of writing and the power of writing is that when you write it down, it will always be there long after Mm -hmm. you're dead. 
the power of writing, <laughs> going back to your purpose. Yeah, yeah. I should start writing. Well, but that's a really great conclusion. And I think everyone's high school experience are totally different. Now we are graduate from college. Just take some time, you know, like think back about what's your dream at that time compared to what your dream and goals right now. And you will see and realize how much we have already progressed in our life. Oh, in yes. A few years. Yep. You see how far you've come, and how your actions and how your choices really sh- shaped who you are and created who you are in the present day. But in terms of just talking about life in high school and just the school system, we've covered a lot. But I think it's all worth it at the end of the day because it all applies. Rather equally,、mm-hmm. and that note, that's going to be it for the episode for today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, and all of those social media platforms. And we'll hope you tune in next week. See you guys next week. Bye bye. Have a good weekend. See ya.